I've read Psalm 91 over my family in light of the coronavirus. His faithfulness will be our shield and rampart. We will not fear the disease or pestilence that stalks in the darkness. A thousand may fall at our side, ten thousand at our right hand, but it will not come near you. Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. This podcast is here to advance the revolution Jesus started, a revolution of the free, the fire starters, the troublemakers, and the zealots. I interview people who I think are awesome, who have heard that revolutionary call and are going after Jesus with their whole heart. If you listen to this show and join our community, I know God is going to speak to you. I believe God wants to change the world through you, through your unique gifts and talents He's given you. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life, a voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will. Let's get rolling. Parents have a responsibility when the world goes mad and chaotic, like with the coronavirus, um, to be able to declare the truth of the Word of God over their family. So if that truth becomes a protection. When the world says the, the, the sky is falling, media, everybody, everybody is afraid and scared. Um, we can be confident that we belong to God and we are protected. And there are multiple scriptures uh, that declares our protection even in light of famine, disease, war, etc., etc. So um, we need not be anxious, and our children definitely don't need to be anxious if you are a believing parent that are creating this environment for them and declaring it and believing it yourself. So I wanted to reissue this show. It's called Repairing the Breach, and it's really about the analogy of, of fathers being like walls around their city, uh, around their um domain around their family, and inside of those walls are freedom and peace and room and and blessing, Um, and outside of those walls is where the warfare is. And uh, the key there is that the breach is critical, knowing where there's a breach in your wall so that there's not access points inside of your family. It's, a, it's kind of a quick podcast. I actually covered this topic in the upcoming book that I have called Fatherhood Faceplants, which I'm hoping to get out by Father's Day. And I hope you enjoy it, and God bless. Hey, welcome back. We get to do another show together. Woohoo! I'm excited. We're going to be talking about the Bible today. And I'm going to be referring to an Old Testament scripture that I read many years ago that God kind of gave me some understanding into. Uh, so it's Isaiah 58, 12. Uh, before I get into it, I just want to make a comment that I love the Old Testament because it uses analogies, allegories, illustrations, and story to teach truth. Whereas a lot of times the New Testament, like uh, Paul's writings, is a little bit more like, do this, don't do this. You know, one of the things I love about it is that you really have to engage with God. Like, what's going on here? Does this mean anything? Does this illustration mean anything? Does this have any relevancy to anything that's going on in my life or in the world? And it's it's a way to kind of pull out truth um, from the scriptures instead of it being like, you know, God said, turn left, don't turn right, you know, kind of thing. Um, so, so that's why I love, uh, reading the old Testament. So one day I was reading Isaiah 58, 12, and this is just the second part of the verse. And it says, your people rebuild, your people will rebuild the ancient ruins. Your people will raise up the age old foundations and you will be called the repairs of the breach, 
the restorers of the streets in which to dwell. I believe one of the ways to interpret this in light of what's going on today is the age-old foundation that he created them male and female. You know, one of the greatest um, tricks of the enemy to really undermine the identity of a person is to really uh, have them go after their gender confusion. Meaning if you were born by God as a male to express the male attributes of God, physically born, and then you say, well, I don't feel like a male, so I may not be one. That's like that's like ultimate confusion. Or if you were born a female by God, expressing the female attributes of God. You know, God talks about, you know, I gather you like a, a mother hen does to her chicks. There's so many attributes of God that are, that are feminine in nature, what we would consider feminine. Um, then, and then it says, well, I feel more like a man or I feel more masculine, therefore I must not be a woman. You know, that's ultimate confusion. So, so that is an age-old foundation that God wants his people to help build up again. You know, it, godly masculinity uh, in identity, gender identity, it needs to be built up again. And when it talks about becoming the repair of the breach, it talks about uh, the places that have been broken down uh, because of sin predominantly in that if men are like walls, then the breach is really secret sin that, that allows uh, sin and the enemies of God to get access to that which you have been entrusted with. And then the restorer, it talks about the restorer of the streets in which to dwell. That, in my opinion, it talks about sort of the atmosphere within the walls, the freedom, the safety, the, the, the feeling of peace and the, and the camaraderie and everything that's kind of in the family or in the company or in your a brotherhood or, or whatever you have authority over, you know, the, the benefit of you being in the position of uh, a man that has a, sort of a, a wall around something is that the inside of that wall is protected. Now, the breach in the wall, like I said, is sin, and it's usually secret sin in a man's life. And it, it could be really obvious sin. Go to Galatians 5.19, look at the list, look at the definitions of that list, like what is debauchery, for example, what is licentiousness. You know, these are all biblical terms um, or words we don't typically say. Google it, figure it out. Uh, it will really help you understand what true sin is. And then there's more subtle sins like coveting. Uh, acquiescence or surrendering the role that God um, had given you because you don't feel like a man or you don't feel like a woman. Uh, so you kind of acquiesce the role and, and the position that God has called you to, to take on um, in, in your life. Now, this breach, when I talked about secret sins, this could actually be generational as well, meaning that there's always been alcoholism in my family. We've always been womenizers. Uh, uh, we've always lied. We've always been prideful or whatever it is. You know, sometimes these sins are passed through generationally. And I'm going to tell you, the breach in the wall in your kid's life will continue unless you close it. And that's what we're talking about is closing and repairing the breach, which is closing that access in which the enemy could gain access to that which is in your entrustment. So um, 
the breach is an opportunity, like I said, for the enemy to gain access to you and those behind the wall. Generational sins is nothing more than men in your ancestry who never repaired the breach in their own walls. They never faced the ugly truth and sought repair no matter the cost. Men are like walls to those whom God has entrusted to them, wives, children, congregations, churches, companies, states, countries. And God has given men the role of protector and provider. Now, I'll give you an example. There's a great scripture in Zechariah that says, in speaking of the Lord, I myself will be a wall of fire around Jerusalem, declares the Lord. And that was speaking of his heart as a protector. King David, um, in encouraging those in his writings, said, God's faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Rampart is a military term meaning an embankment built around a space for defensive purposes. You know, men reflect the fierceness and the strength of God in order to fulfill our role as protectors and providers. You've got to love C.S. Lewis when he talks about a portrait of Aslan, and it says, is he safe? And the answer was, no, he isn't safe, but he is good. There's a fierceness that's required to be a protector, to create a provision for those that are entrusted to you. And a breach in your wall, personally, will compromise what God has intended for the role for you to play. So, like I said, the men, men provide an atmosphere of safety within the confines of their provision. As a wall around a city creates an atmosphere of freedom and peace, so men who fully walk in their God-given roles provide that freedom and peace to those that are entrusted to them. As a wall, men protect from satanic, satanic invaders and barbarians. I refer to barbarians as George Gilder did in his excellent book, Men and Marriage. It used to be called Sexual Suicide. And basically, in that teaching of that book, he talks about barbarians are men that are tied to no families. Think uh, gangsters, hooligans, that kind of thing. So they have nothing to personally lose, um, and they only have booty to gain. So uh, they basically use their God-given strength that God has given them to rape and to pillage. They have nothing to protect, so they only destroy. Married men have something to protect and are to defend what is there from barbarians. And so, and think of the barbarians of our culture, you know, be it uh, in, you know, the entertainment industry, uh, be it in uh, corporate industries, uh, you know, the big sexual scandal with Hollywood. You know, you, you don't have to look very far to look for, yeah, there are barbarians. You know, they, they rape and pillage and they've got nothing to lose because they've got nothing that's been entrusted to them. But men are, being, are called to have something entrusted to them. One of the things that John Eldred said a couple weeks ago in our podcast was quoting a famous um, Dallas Willard that says, what has God up to? But to, uh, but to basically bestow upon men whom he trusts his power. The breach is the issue. One of the things that I'll uh, read really quickly is in Nehemiah. I love Nehemiah. If you're a man, you need to read Nehemiah. Um, and it talks about 
him having a revelation of, I need to fix this. I need to repair this breach. And so he pulled a community together and they did it together. So critical. You will not get out of your sin alone. You need to pull in friends to do it together. But while they were doing it, and John now just talks about this as well, while you're healing, while you're getting better, guess what? War's still going on. Satan is still upset. That war will continue. And you need to understand that your healing, your restoration, your repairing is going to be in the context of fighting. Healing and fighting. It's going to be one and the same, not either or. And this is uh, one of the things in Nehemiah 4, it says, uh, uh, these are the people that were accusing them while they were trying to rebuild the ancient ruins, rebuild the wall, repair the breach. It says, he ridiculed the Jews and he said, what are these feeble Jews doing? And this is uh, chapter 4, verse 1 through 4. Will they restore the wall? Will they offer sacrifices again? Will they finish this in a day? And then somebody else chimed in. What they are building, even if a fox climbed on it, he would break down the wall of stones. And they were doing this loudly so everybody could hear them mocking them while they're trying to get better. And this is Nehemiah's response. Hear us, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. And that is exactly what God intends to do. So the thing I want you to take away from this is that God's call to you, and um, this is either in your personal life or with others around you, is to rebuild the ancient ruins of the masculine identity and feminine identity, and to raise up these age-old foundations, put them in high esteem and in high regard, the character traits that are required to be a godly man, and seek to repair the breach so that when God entrusts power to men, it doesn't hurt families, hurt companies, hurt churches, because they got these breaches that is like a wide open path for the enemy to get direct access to that which uh, it leaves them unprotected. And God does not want to entrust a man who has breaches in his wall that will leave those he entrusts to unprotected. You got to get your business taken care of and you best do it in community. And then you will be called the restorer of streets that dwell. There will be freedom. There will be peace. That is where God is taking all of us. And women that are listening to this and wearing, you know, wondering how men operate, ways that you can support your man is just uh, pray for them, encourage them, call out the good in them, and show them that for that good that is in them, they should deal with what is not good. Because so many men feel like the definition of who they are is that breach. I am this wicked, awful, terrible person who can't get it together. Um, and so if the women can be a voice of, no, I see you as more, and asking God, God, help me to see him as you see him. And therefore, because you are more and because you're called to more, you don't need to have this stuff hindering. You know, that great scripture says, um, lay aside all that hinders us. You know, so, so encouraging them, lay it aside. It's only weights that are going to slow you down to become the amazing man that I know you are. And so that kind of could help them kind of, you know, have some smelling salt in their life. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Go to Instagram at The Kindling Fire to find out more about what we offer, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Kindling Fire. There you can find Bible devotionals, e-courses, and etc. Okay, guys, as always, be awesome.